I had so many people come to me that are like, you don't need to convince me. I know I need content. I know I need to put myself out there. But um, you know what I've noticed, Michelle, is a lot of people are hesitant about even beginning the journey because you're not, you're not just putting out one piece of content out there and then it's done. Welcome to The Business of You, the show that empowers you to put yourself out there and build your personal brand. I'm your host, Michelle Griffin helping you each week with expert tips, inspiring stories, and personalized coaching so you can master your reputation and build your future, showing up as the brand and business of you. I'm excited you're here. Now let's get going with today's show. All right, guys, we are back with another episode, and I am super excited to have Kat Chatfield today. He's the CEO of Reveal Media and a podcast host himself of B2B Podcasting. He's actually talking about some of my favorite topics um, and some new category topics you're going to hear all about. It's all about content and being the show, and which may sound a little bit different if you don't have a podcast or a show or something. So he's going to explain all about it in this episode. So welcome to the show, Cap. Good to have you. So good to be here, Michelle. Thanks for having me on. We had you on our show. I don't know if your audience knows that, but you hopped on to B2B Podcasting and you crushed it. You clearly have um, a really strong lane of speaking to solopreneurs and small business owners about the power of building a personal brand to develop your business. So super exciting to be on your show today too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I had a great, great time there. Um, we also bonded, I believe. Uh, that was back in the fall or something when FSU and Miami were playing one another, yes. right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't remind me. Oh, I know. Well, brutal. it wasn't the best season for us either. So just to give you guys context, I graduated from Florida State and he's a University of Miami, Miami alum. So, you know, Gator, I mean, the Seminoles and the, the Hurricanes haven't been the, the best of friends, yep. but you and I are great. So we're not holding that against us. So yes, yeah, so we lay our arms aside and, and we hold out the peace branch to one Absolutely. another. Absolutely. But we both geek out over podcasting shows and content. So let's get into it today. So just a little bit of a side note today, we're talking about shows and we're going to dive into, I feel like you've created a whole category design of this concept of show marketing. I'm going to ask you about what that means. And then I'm going to give you a little bit of context today, something I did and see if that actually applies to this model. So tell us what is show marketing? Sure. Well, first I would love to, I would love to take the credit for this category. And uh, there's so many Things that have inspired this. Gary V, for example, just with everything that he's done. If your if your audience is familiar, Gary Vaynerchuk has, he's like truly a serial content creator. He's done so many different shows on the internet, including like a daily vlog as he's been building his business and so many things to the nth degree. Um, but there's a lot of people out there that are using this model, whether they would call it the show marketing model or not. Um, and basically, if I can pitch the model, this is what we tell our, our customers. There's two types of content on the internet. There's the content that you want to consume, and then there's the content that interrupts the content that you want to consume. One's a show and one's an ad. And I don't think I need to tell you too much about an ad and what makes it different from a show, but we all know that show or that ads get skipped, they get ignored, they get muted. Sometimes people actually pay for premium versions of apps like Hulu or Spotify or even YouTube to skip ads altogether to not even see an ad. And uh, the thing about ads is they they repel audiences. I have a two-year-old daughter. Uh, her name's Raven. She and her four-year-old brother love watching Sonic the Hedgehog. And so they're like, we'll put on Sonic the Hedgehog on the weekends for them. 
and she's two years old. And anytime an ad comes on, she turns around from the couch. She she says, dad, it's an ad. Like she's like, she's trying to get me to skip the ad. So I'm like fumbling for the Apple TV remote. And it's so funny that even as a two-year-old, she knows the difference between her show, Sonic the Hedgehog and, 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 and an ad. And so at, while an ad repels an audience, we all know what a show does. The show does the opposite. A show builds an audience. And so really the show marketing mindset that we're trying to help our customers think through is, is really this transformation of, of the buyer's journey and not just in uh, not just in B2B products, but even in B2C products too, is what we're seeing is the buyer's journey is not as linear as it used to be, where there's like this very traditional funnel of you communicate to your buyer at the top of the funnel with some content here and there, and then they move to the middle of the funnel where they might exchange an email address or they might talk to a sales rep, and then they buy at the bottom of the funnel. What we're seeing is the buyer's journey is so mosaic today with the internet, which means the buyer is in control. They don't. They hardly ever talk to a sales rep at the beginning of the journey. They are going to educate themselves about you, your product, your business model, your service, well before they actually even talk to you or talk to a sales rep. And so how do you keep them coming back for more? Well, you're not going to do it typically by interrupting the flow of the content that they want to consume on their news feeds by just performing as an ad. doesn't mean that there isn't a place for ad. And it doesn't mean that ads don't work. But what we need to reconcile with is the, the mindset, the psychology, the behavior of the buyer on these platforms. They're, they are tuning out ads like never before. Ads have become white noise. Even valuable information has become white noise. Mm-hmm. And so what businesses need to do is they need to embrace this mindset of, hey, we need to start creating content that actually provides value, that's actually interesting to our customers. In fact, we should stop looking at our customers as customers altogether. We should start looking at them as an audience and be thinking, how do we keep them coming back to the content? Because if you can build their trust or build trust with them through your content over time, it's it's really a no-brainer that they will end up doing business with you in the long run. Mm, that's so good. So um, make your content a show, as good as a show. So that's super good. So you don't have to be a big company. I mean, even like our listeners here who might be a you know corporate professional wanting to get out and put their own content or you know solopreneur entrepreneur, they can do their own show marketing concept too, right? So absolutely. That- well, I mean, you're a case in point of that. I mean, you might I don't know how much help you're getting from like you know freelancers or anything like that, but you it seems like you've figured out a model that really works well for you that allows you to be consistent, that allows you to show up and do what you do. But I mean, it's no surprise, like, hey, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to minimize what you do, but you're not using like ESPN level sports center, you know, cameras and lighting. You figured out a way to do it, to do it where it's scalable for you and is totally accessible for solopreneurs today. Oh, that's so good. I know our new focus is, you know, solopreneurs and your company, which we can talk about you know, before we leave. But, you know, one of the things I wanted to say today is fitting that I have you because I have actually figured out in my content strategy, how I do like showing up and making a show first with my LinkedIn live show, which I was mm-hmm. doing all weekly in the in the summer and then now it's monthly, um, this podcast. And, and also today was my first LinkedIn audio room. I became a nice. 2.0 beta. So I had at lunchtime, I had like 110 people sign up and we probably had a, a 
total around 50 people. And, and the beauty That's thing awesome. is, yeah, it, it, here's the thing. I knew from also being on Clubhouse, I also had a Clubhouse show all last year, and I still show up there once a week um, in LinkedIn Mastery. But I knew for me, people want to be, and I think this is something you said in pre-roll, is people want to be part of the conversation. So I, I knew that I had to get people have a topic because they want a topic. I mean, chit-chatting is good. It's a novelty to have LinkedIn audio, but I knew that I wanted to have a theme. And then I invited people in the audience. You could have 17 people on the stage, LinkedIn audio. And I said, tell me your thoughts, get in the conversation. And people loved it. Like it was really, and even people thank me, like, thank you for letting me share my voice. This is really cool. And, and I think that for me, you and I both share that connection, getting people connected is a huge way to make your content strong. So mm-hmm. So with that being said, I did find a way to be consistent and and people can too, whatever that means. And now I know you specialize in video and podcasting, but I mean, tell us some ways that all the ways, I guess we can make our LinkedIn, I mean, our content like really good and episodic. Yeah. Well, the first thing that I would say is, you know, when I help, I, when I help my customers, whether it's for reveal media or I'm helping my clients one-on-one trying to figure out, Hey, I'm, you know, I know I need content. I have so many people come to me that are like, you don't need to convince me. I know I need content. I know I need to put myself out there. But um, you know what I've noticed, Michelle, is a lot of people are hesitant about even beginning the journey because you're not, you're not just putting out one piece of content out there and then it's done. It's like you're committing to a to an episodic process. Like what you just mentioned, you show up weekly to to a handful. Of different platforms where you're, you know, you have a very specific audience and you have a very specific uh, series of topics that you cover. And, you know, you're in a position that's unique. I'll just say that, you know, who you are, you know, why you're here and you know, the value that you bring. It doesn't mean that it doesn't evolve over time, but a lot of people lack that clarity and not having that clarity is paralyzing for people. And so the first thing I would say is in order for you to begin this journey from a business perspective, This is step number one. You got to be really clear about what's the win at the end of the day. It's the same with like investing. If you're going to be, I'm not like a day trader or anything, but I've been interested in like understanding more about day trading and investing in stocks and stuff like that. And one of the things that they always say is before you just jump in, you need to have a strategy because if you don't have a strategy, you're going to get very emotional through the roller coaster. And I bet you could attest like content creation especially as a discipline, more than just something you do when you feel like it, it's an emotional journey. You might put out one episode where you're like, that was awesome. Everyone loved it. I mean, you're saying like you had 50 people hop in and listen to your to your LinkedIn um, audio deal today. And it's like, that's awesome. But there might be another day down the road where it's like 50, like I had 50 like six months ago. How am I just having 50 today? And now you're like, dude, is this even worth it? Do I should I even keep doing this? It's like it's a crazy roller coaster. The thing that helps you stay on track is to remember how why did we start this from a business development perspective? What's our business development goal? And so it could be revenue. I mean, obviously, who doesn't want more revenue? But at but it could also be something a little uh, less concrete as far as a business development goal than revenue. It could simply be I want to increase my follower count on LinkedIn. That's that's a worthy goal because the more people that you, that are following you, the more people that are seeing your content, really the multiplication effect of now you have access to their spheres of influence. So number one, the point is, is get really clear about what the business development goal is for your content. That becomes your North Star. 
And really it becomes from what you reverse engineer everything else from. Because if it's not building your business, unless you have a lot of money, a lot of free time, why are you doing it? Like if you're, if you're doing it for your business, it's got to contribute to the growth of your business in some way. So that'd be the first thing that I would recommend. The second thing I'd recommend is getting really laser focused on who your audience is. And for most for most of my customers, most of my clients that I help think through this stuff, I try, I try to tell them like, hey, don't overthink it. Who is your, who's your customer? Like who's your ideal customer? And, and get really specific about who they are. Specifically in the B2B space, I know that you're super active on LinkedIn. So it's already going to be common for probably most of your audience to be thinking this way. What sort of job title do they have? What industry is my audience in? What size company are they in? What, what, how much annual revenue does that company do? What actual companies do I, do I want to work with? Do I want to, be, do I want to build a relationship with? When you get really laser focused on who that person is, you can start to answer these next few questions. What do they want? What keeps them up at night? What problem stands in the way between what they want and where they are right now? And really the combination of those questions, and there's a lot of different flavors through which you can ask those questions, that begins to show you what sort of content will they be most interested in. And that brings you to the, to the third and final point is, this, is the narrative. And the narrative truly is connecting the dots between who your audience is and what your business development goal is and helping them, and helping them cross the bridge to help you reach your goal. And, and I feel like that's, that's as really as simple as it is. And it might feel oversimplified to a lot of people, but the reality is, is if you can get laser focus on those first two things, the third part is, is kind of a no-brainer. It's really about positioning after that, positioning whatever your product or your service is that you do sell for your business. How do you turn that, transform that into a content premise that can become valuable to your audience? Can I give an example, Michelle? I would love for you to give us me an example. This is so good. Thank you. Okay. You bet. So like uh, I explained at the beginning that my business, Reveal Media, we help B2B SaaS companies launch and run successful shows to grow their business. And so we know very, I mean, and we've, we've been really growing to understand like who is our ideal customer? Because you can make a case like, Anyone could have a show, a pet shop could have a show or whatever. And I've like dreamed up this stuff with potential customers. But then I've realized like, you know what? It takes way too much time to try to convince a pet, a pet shop owner that they need a show and for them to actually work with us. There's other people that are, that are definitely warmer leads. And it's going to be people that have the budget for it, that, are in, that already have a marketing mindset. And they're in companies that are really innovative with their marketing strategies. And so we've discovered our ideal customer is going to be typically uh, software companies. They're popping up like crazy. They're typically funded. They have a lot of budget for marketing. Most of their budget either goes towards development of product or marketing. And, um, and to work with people who are in those marketing roles, they already get it. They already understand the value of this thing. So over time, we've discovered, hey, we know what we do. This is our service. We help businesses develop these shows in order to grow their businesses, right? And we develop them, we run them. Um, and we know, hey, we, we need not only to get more leads in our pipeline, that's our business development goal, but we also need to educate our market. There's a lot of people that don't understand this show marketing model. And so now we have this uphill battle of, we got to teach the world why what we do is important. Okay. So those are like two big metrics right there. That's our biz dev goal. Our audience is going to be VPs of marketing, CMOs, uh, chief revenue officers, sales leaders of all these different SaaS organizations. And we've kind of figured out, okay, they need to be 
maybe more than 20 plus people in the organization. So we get really detailed with that stuff. Then we start asking ourselves, okay, well, what do they really care about? Well, they got a limited budget. They got to, they have to, um, they got to establish themselves as the thought leaders in their space. They're also coming up with innovative products. They're coming up with software that the, that the market doesn't even have a language for yet. The market's not going to Google typing in like, Hey, how do I solve this problem? Most of their, most of them, and this might actually be helpful for your audience, Michelle, because if you're a thought leader or a consultant or a coach, you might be solving problems for people that they don't even know they have. They don't even mm-hmm. have language for yet. And so similar to these, these, uh, these, SaaS company CMOs and stuff, they're trying, to, they're trying to figure out how do we generate demand for a product that the market doesn't even know that they need? And, and on top of that, how do they create all the content around that? And on top of that, they have to manage a blog strategy, an email marketing strategy, a digital, like a social ad strategy, an organic content strategy, all of it, right? So like their, their heads are spinning and they, and they got to be held accountable not only to their CEO, but now they got to be in alignment with the sales team. And so they're, they're just kept up at night. They got all these worries. And, and so this is where it becomes interesting for us. So we really understand our audience now. We understand what they really care about. We understand really what's going to make them look better in front of their CEO and in front of the sales team. And we really believe that our, our product in, order, in, in the development of these shows and running these shows for them, it's going to help them sleep at night. But we're not creating content to just sell what we do. Because like I said before, if we were just an, if we just came off as an ad and boasted about what we do and how great our content is and how great our process is, it's just it's gonna become white noise to people. So what we figured out was, okay, we know what we do, we know what our product is, we know what our service is. How do we turn our product into a show mm-hmm. and and have it be this thing where the 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 customer, the audience, they're coming back to every episode for free. They don't even realize that every episode we are talking about our product. We're just not selling ourselves. We're just, we're, we're talking about the concept. We're talking about a vision. We're revealing a vision for what's possible within their organization if they embrace the show marketing mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So we create a show called B2B Podcasting. And in every episode, what we've done is we don't even like, I'm hardly ever the only person on our show. I might have done like three to four episodes where I just talk about what I what I care about with the show marketing mindset. Every episode, what we've done is we've invited thought leaders that are already creating their own shows. So like you, like you're a mm-hmm. thought leader in your space, you're running mm-hmm. your own show, the business of you. We have people like you on our show and we have them, number one, talk about their expertise. And then number two, talk about how are they leveraging a show to build their business. And so what we've done, it's, it's free content. Everyone has access to it, but with every episode, what we've done is we've built and we've built a following. We've built an audience around this mindset. And now it's just inbound demand. People are, are, are shooting me messages on LinkedIn saying, I get it. I've seen the content. I've seen your content for weeks and for months. And it's probably taken that long for people to see the content before they've said, okay, you know what? I need to show my boss this. And it's the people that we want to reach. But it's because we've we've started with this biz dev goal, understood our audience, and reverse engineered this strategy to reposition our product. It's not irrelevant to our product. It's not just like some, some like fun accessory or, or fun luxury that we do with our business because we have a ton of free time. It's been a really strategic way to reframe our product and our service so that people... 
people feel like they're playing offense when they're when they're consuming our content. They feel like they're they're receiving value and we're not just selling them and it's worked. That is such a great breakdown. I'm just in awe. And you got me at clarity. And that was such a lesson right there, everybody. And here's the thing. You don't have to be a B2B CMO of the SaaS company to utilize this. Anyone sure. can really do it. Anyone right. can do it. Technology and all the social platforms, all the mediums and channels everywhere have leveled the playing field. So when you get crystal clear, and that's what I especially do when I work with my clients, I don't want them hopping out online or LinkedIn or starting content until they have that brand foundation, that clarity and who they are and their um, their client and all their you know sleep uh, wake me up at night problems is what I call them right and you yep. you've got that nailed it there I can tell you're so dialed in so yeah that's a great lesson everyone listen to that again and again that's a little mini lesson on how to get do that reverse engineering is another term I use so I love how you said that too so yeah so we've got like clubhouse you could do a podcast you could do a LinkedIn live show LinkedIn audio is coming to everyone later in this year or spring or something I mean there are so many ways even with regular written content right sure so, for sure this is this is a great way. So I love also what you said earlier. You can't just decide to do content once. You have to be all in, you know, if you yeah. want to see success. So great, great high level reminders there. Now, um, you had mentioned to me pre-show. I don't know how much you can tell me, but you also see a need for solopreneurs. So can you talk to me a little bit about what you guys are seeing as you've gotten to know some of the market needs? Yeah, it's, you know, the solopreneur element is actually, it's closer to my heart than even the, what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, because the reason why we're doing what we're doing is because I've been a solopreneur for so long. I've, I've been an entrepreneur really since I was in high school, I feel like. And, uh, but I've also been a content creator. Uh, I, I think I mentioned that um, at the University of Miami, you, uh, thanks for the uh, intro for that. But that, that was a big part of my story because I went to school to be a filmmaker. And so I've always loved storytelling. I've always loved creating content. And I've uh, I've loved doing it myself for so long. But what I started to see was like, man, there's uh, con creating content consistently. It's, it's not easy. And to do it well is not, um, it's not easy. And you can do it very efficiently. There's a lot of tips and, and tricks that you can, that you can do, but I had to learn those over time, the hard way. And so, you know, when we started our company, we really, we kind of re reframed or repositioned our company a couple of years ago around the show marketing model. And what I told our team was like, I'm, I'm our number one customer right now. I'm somebody that has a vision that I want to bring to the marketplace and I want to do it in an episodic content format. And so let's build a, let's build a machine that would allow me to do that. And as we've built it, what we discovered is like, man, we're building a really robust machine that's got everything thought out. It's got your video editing. It's got your graphic design. It's got your content uh, management. It's got your copywriting. It's even got ad management. It's got everything. It's got the bells and whistles. And so, man, that's a lot. And that's and you're paying for a whole team. So what we discovered was like, this isn't a this isn't a solopreneur product. This is a you know this is a an enterprise level product, and it's. And you know it's great for for that level of business, but we're still trying to figure out okay how do we help that solopreneur um, begin creating content and and create the systems around it. So one thing that we're working on right now as a business is we're kind of exploring this idea of a private community of taking solopreneurs who are like you know what um, 
I, I'm running my own business and I do want to experiment with creating content. And I love that you said this because I didn't say this and I should have, but the show marketing model isn't just about doing a video podcast. It's about this episodic content mindset where you just, you keep showing up and you make people excited to get the next episode or whatever. And that could absolutely be with audio. It could be with video. It could be with graphic design and it could be with text. There's, there's people on LinkedIn that are just crushing it with, with written text and they're so worth following. And I'm excited every time that they post something. So there's very low barrier to entry ways to begin this. But like I was saying, we wanted to create this, this offering for solopreneurs so that they could just get in the game. So we're trying to, we're thinking about creating a private community called Serial Content Creator that's going to help just kind of give tactical advice to solopreneurs about how that how they can do this themselves while still running a business full-time. And also having a personal life because you don't want your personal life totally overtaken by creating content. That's not why you became a solopreneur. You became a solopreneur to have freedom. And so that's, uh, that's our goal. Our goal is to help, um, help these solopreneurs create amazing content consistently without sacrificing valuable time that they need for themselves in their business. Mm, I love that. They're both important, creating yeah. content and having the freedom and you know, your own space to recharge. That's important. Yes, 100%. Yeah, no, that's a huge D. That's a whole market category. I don't know anyone who's really addressing that as well, as deep as you guys are or will do. So I can't wait. We're going to put linked in the show notes to that. So thank you for that. That you is bet. going to help so many people. Well, as we kind of wrap up today, you've given us such a deep dive. And I'm, I'm really excited because I guess I didn't even realize I was doing show marketing. I mean, I know it was on your um, podcast, but you've really reframed it well. And, and the fact that you don't have to have a show, just have great episodic content that, that's right. that stays in the game. So that's that's a lesson for us all that we can all all strive for and all do. So yep. so this is great. So any um any other takeaways? Um I, I know you've hit, I usually ask people their three takeaways. You've done it so well with that deep dive. Any last thing you would say for someone who wants to get started with besides that, you know, three steps? Any last words on that? Absolutely. Because I, I know what I covered was also very strategic. It's very high level, gets you in the mindset, help you figure out a, a strategy before you actually press record or before you actually begin typing anything out. So I'd love to just share briefly why the show marketing model, particularly with a video podcast or what you're doing, even with the live show, it really is like the most strategic and most efficient way to do it. So yeah, the reason why, yeah, the reason why we focus on the video podcast model, specifically video, not audio, is because when you do a video podcast, I mean, look at how effortless this was for you and I. We had maybe like 10 minutes on the pre-show call just to kind of talk through um, how we wanted this, the direction of this episode to go, but it didn't take a ton of preparation, at least not for me. Maybe you prepared for hours for this thing, but, <laughs> but if you didn't, it's, it's, uh, I don't blame you because it's, it really is as easy as having a conversation. When you get on a video call with somebody and you know, Hey, this is the topic. This is your expertise. Let's let's, here's a, a handful of questions we'll cover. Let's go down that track together in a matter of 60 minutes. In a 60-minute call, and this wasn't even 60 minutes, it's already been 40 minutes so far. You have an entire video conversation that you can also strip the audio from, which becomes an audio podcast. Run that on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Take that full video, put that full video on YouTube, take that YouTube video, embed it onto a blog under your on your website, 
transcribe the audio, turn that into some show notes. And sure, this might take a little bit of time to do, but you can figure out some hacks to get it done quickly. But the point is, is now you're scaling your content output. So instead of thinking, I need to spend four hours for a single LinkedIn post, and then that LinkedIn post at best might have a shelf life of like 48 hours before it's completely irrelevant. Now what you're doing is you're being very strategic and you're thinking like with this evergreen mindset of, I'm going to go for the big thing first. I'm going to spend you know, maybe an hour and a half preparing and also recording an episode for the show. But now from that, I got four little micro videos that I could cut out very simply. You could use iMovie on your, on your Mac if you're using a Mac. Um, I don't even know what the Windows version of, <laughs> I haven't used a Windows in forever, but if you're using like a Windows entry-level movie editing software, just go in, just cut the clip. You can throw it into like a Keynote. I use Keynote as like, this is, I'm, I'm going to give you some super guerrilla video editing tactics here. You take a, like a presentation platform like Keynote, it's kind of like the PowerPoint, but for Mac, you take these little clips, you could throw them into Keynote, create little slides that are like squares. So you see those squares on LinkedIn that, or those videos on LinkedIn where it's a square, a headline, a little video, and then like the caption, like the subtitles underneath. You could just like clip those into Keynote, export those as little videos. And you're just like, you're knocking out four videos super fast. You don't even need to be a video editor. And it's, it's as easy as creating a presentation on PowerPoint. Um, so my point is, is that from one, video from one episode, you could have anywhere from like eight to 32 pieces of content, which you could use for an entire month. And so that's, that's uh, again, the show marketing mindset isn't limited to the video podcast format, but I'm really trying to encourage more solopreneurs. If you're serious about building a brand and there's also no better brand asset than your face. I'm telling you, there's people connect with your face. They don't connect with your logo. They don't connect with your font style. They don't connect with your colors. Those are all important. I'm not saying that they're not important, but people connect with people. People connect with your face. And if you can do a video podcast as, as simply as doing a Zoom call like we're doing right now, it could completely transform and explode. Literally, I don't say that lightly. It could explode your content strategy and just save you tons of time and scale your influence. Hmm. What's not to love and do? I mean, yeah. we got. I mean, you just laid it all out. Absolutely love that. Thank you. I didn't really even think about keynote too. So I love those hacks. So. Oh my goodness! I and it's funny, Michelle, because like I said, I'm a filmmaker first. I've used everything. I got the whole Adobe Suite. I got Premiere Pro. I got Photoshop. I got Illustrator. I hate opening those programs. <laughs> it's just like it takes so long. Takes so long to load. It's so complex, and I'm just like. I know what I want. I just want this little clip. Just throw it in the keynote, and Brilliant. it's uh, you, it, the quality's still there. So it's it's really about mining the gold out of each out of each episode mm. and uh, getting that value out to your to your audience as quickly as possible. Because the longer you sit on it, the the less likely you are to put it out. And the more you're really robbing your audience of that value that they deserve to have. Mm, yeah, you can say that again. Well, wow, you have dropped so much strategy and then tactical how-to implementation advice. So this is a, such a great episode. I am, and I, I want to just, um, and I know you give great content on LinkedIn. So I'm going to give everyone a shout out before we do that. Before I tell, we tell everyone where to find you. Uh, I always like to ask my guests, what is a personal professional mantra saying that that you love to say that can either help us, you know, start making show episodic content or just something in business in general? What would you add to the conversation? Oh man, 
Well, I would say kind of to wrap up this whole show marketing uh, mindset, you know, because we talked about, is it important to actually create a show, to start a show, to have a show? And what I said before the call is the mindset is all about being the show. It's about being, uh, it's about creating content that allows you to build relationship with your audience at scale on a continual basis. So don't get wrapped up in the tactics too much. Don't get wrapped up in the vernacular. Do I need a podcast? Do I need an official podcast microphone? Yes, this is great. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love gear, but it's a, it's really, it comes down to storytelling in a way that brings value to an audience that you're really specifically trying to reach that solves a pain point for them and ultimately helps drive your business towards a specific biz dev goal. That's it. Mm, so well said. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, be, it's all about relationships and people at the end of the day for our it content. Is. So good. Well, now that you've given us, dropped all this value, tell us where people should follow you and connect with you. I love LinkedIn. Uh, I could give you like a million different social platforms that are that I'm on. I'm us- I'm mostly on LinkedIn these days. So you can find me Cap Chatfield, K A P C H A T F I E L D. And if you could just shoot me a DM and just let me know that you saw me on Michelle's show, and that's uh that's usually the best way to make sure that I don't think that you're just spamming me and trying <laughs> to sell me right away. So that'd be Absolutely. the best. Perfect. And we'll drop your link in the show notes. I do that. Uh, my LinkedIn guest, um, I think 99.9% are on LinkedIn. And um, I, so, and I am too. And we talk about LinkedIn on the show. So I'm going to put your your uh, URL in there. So um, I definitely want to give you a shout out. Your content is so laser focused. So good. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about, you know, either if you're in a company or, you know, solo printer, whatever, just follow Cap. His content is just going to really change everything for you, you know? So shout out for that. Well, I can't thank you enough for taking the time and coming to give you us so much value and, and introducing us and really diving deeper for me about what you do at Reveal and what you do with your clients. So thank you so much. And you bet. Uh, I look forward to all your new stuff coming up. And when you drop that solopreneur community, we want to hear about it too, right? You bet. I'll give you the link for your show notes too for the form. Like we're doing like a little registration form for those that want to learn more and get the early information. So I'll get that to you. Oh, that'd be perfect. All right. Well, thank you again. All right, everybody. What a show. What a bunch of value. Don't forget to follow Cap and learn all about show marketing. And for you guys, I want to keep telling you, put yourself out there. And now I'm saying push yourself out there too. So don't forget to keep getting out there because you have a brand to build, a business to build and people to impact. So until next time, till next week, I'll catch you later. Thanks everyone. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. You know, we need more impactful professionals, entrepreneurs and leaders, just like you getting out there, sharing your expertise. So if you'd like to know more about how I can help you or your team grow your professional personal brand, please check out yourbrandyourbusiness.com. And until next time, you have a brand to build, a message to share, and people to impact. Now go put yourself out there and watch the business of you grow.